ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News, and you're listening to Bachelor Rush Hour. Last night was week five of Zach Shell Cross's season of The Bachelor. What did you guys think? Are you as riled up as I am? We're going to heavily discuss Zach's conversation with Greer. Uh, she tried to relate to him, and he kind of took that and threw it to the curb. Right, Zach is getting moody. Do you like it or not? Uh, so much to talk about. I'm actually going to dabble a little bit in American Idol. I'm going to share with you two of my favorite clips from this past week's episode of American Idol. This is Bachelor Rush Hour. If you're new to us, hello. How's everyone doing out there? I want to give a shout out to all the friends and family that we saw from your mom and dad's pod. I just did an interview over with your mom and dad pod. It comes out Wednesday morning. But if you're listening to this because you came from there, I've got daily afternoon episodes for you. Bachelor rush hour for your rush hour commute every single day i make three plus youtube videos i do a deep dive into different topics discussing social issues psychological issues uh, uh, uh drama tea spoilers whatever whatever is out there if there are spoilers we'll let you know in advance but just for the new audience that's out there i want to say hello and good to see you bachelor rush hour the podcast is like a sort of um, uh, buffet of all the different stories that we had during the day, and we're going to get to those today. All right. So anyway, we appreciate y'all joining me. After we share the story of Zach and how he dealt with Greer, which, spoiler alert, I'm being pretty hard on him. I think it was pretty lousy the way he treated her. I, I do know that the show's edited, and maybe there was more that we didn't see, but from what we saw, it looked like he it looks like he's churning out these women. And not treating them well. Rachel, Anastasia, and now Greer. Let me know what you guys think about that. Not getting a great first impression from Zach at this moment. And I've been a fan of Zach so far. It just kind of feels like, does he talk to his the wait staff like this? You know what I mean? Deal breakers. Red flags galore. So we'll get into that. And then afterwards, Claire Crowley offers a sort of warning shot to say, hey, Zach, you know, you don't have to do everything the show tells you to do, you know, you can kind of decide to, you know, she says there'll be consequences if you don't. So we'll get into that in a second. Now, are you guys watching American Idol? I used to watch this show years ago and, you know, they play, they'd show the delusional fans that can't sing, you know, and it would kind of, kind of got sloppy and sort of clickbaity. Well, American Idol is getting back to uh, storytelling in a way that I wish bachelor producers would do so the the american idol is doing they'll they'll introduce a new singer they'll share their story and then they'll bring a camera to their hometown in mississippi or wherever they are they'll show a little bit about their life and i wish the bachelor did this i wish the bachelor took who might be the top 10 and gave uh some backstory before hometowns so that when we meet the characters and the cast we're able to hear from their college friends we're able to see them bowling with their aunts and uncles or whatever the hell they're doing i think the bachelor could take a a a um, sort of a a nod here from american idol and and uh treat their audiences uh less surface level oh who banged in a windmill and more sort of building that story arc that we so crave. So I'm going to share with you two uh, clips from uh, some singers that we're seeing on American Idol. The first one's Colin. I believe he's um, from Mississippi. Do I have that right? 18 years young. Have a listen to Colin right here.
boy. And if you do this, it'll help you some sunny day. Golly, that's Colin Stowe, I believe is pronounced Colin Stowe. Speaking of simple men, Zach, <laughs> Zach's doing well in this season, right? We'll have to see. I mean, I, yeah, we'll have to see. But so far with Zach, we'll, we'll continue to criticize him as we see fit with leaving at least a little room for grace. But before we get to the rest of The Bachelor, here's Haven Madison. She's a high school student, singer-songwriter, and says she's a wannabe Hannah Montana. And here's a clip from her uh, audition, which of course was one of the first ones, maybe the first one. And of course, I started crying. Can you guys watch American Idol without crying? I can't. It's like um, it's like uh, any of those shows, like uh, what's it, the uh, amazing, uh, the, what's the home makeover show where they go move that bus, and when they move the bus, the family gets to see their renovated home. The kid uh, who's you know in a wheelchair gets a slide built in in the second story. The mom's got the extra laundry room. They do, you know, and then you're immediately crying immediately. Well, here is um, here is Haven Madison uh, singing with her father accompanying her on guitar. I'd rather try to in the distance than live in fear and never know. So what if I want it now? What if I don't want to wait? What if I don't want to waste my time waiting on someday? What if I want it now? Oh boy, I got the goosies, folks. I got the goosies. Again, I'm playing these off of their Instagram accounts. American Idol, you can go hear it all over there. Uh, but yeah, there's, um, you know, rather than getting through 50 different singers and all that, the show's really stretching. And I think this is what we should learn from American Idol with The Bachelor. We saw The Bachelorette had Gabby and had Rachel, and they split the leads. They were like, all right, bigger ratings, more leads. And what we learned is uh, the thing that touches our soul uh, is the thing that it's the jazz that's played between the notes. We know the notes, and then we know the jazz is right in between there. It's sexy. The jazz is interesting. It's unique. And we lose that. We lose the jazz on Bachelor, on Bachelorette, when there's too many notes that need to be played. We lose the irreverency, we lose the humor, we lose the interesting moments, we lose the story-driven content when there's too many mouths to feed, when there's too many rose ceremonies. And, you know, so what the show needs to get, get down to is be more character-driven, and I think they could take a little bit of a note from American Idol and produce a little bit better. And, you know, the show, you know, naturally, you know, these shows get lazy. They get risk-adverse. It's been around for 20 years. Uh, so they, they well, no, this is the way we do it. Well, American Idol got canceled, right? It got canceled. It was on Fox, and then it took a few years off, and it came back. It's reinvented itself, and I really like what it's doing. It probably has less ratings now, but it's interesting. And maybe The Bachelor could do the same thing. Maybe they could uh, readjust uh, the format and throw in a couple extra bucks for production value, get some more cameras to follow people in their hometowns, and let's really hear from the Brooklyns. Let's really hear from the Greers. Let's really hear from the Mercedes and the Charities and the Britneys, and I'm just naming people now. Let's hear from their hometown experience and see what they bring to the table. Because as far as we know, the the, the secret of the show now, which I don't think is working, is that the show wants to bring um, all these puppets 
to the you know to to Zach and not we're not we're getting this sort of like vacuous like shell of who they really are and it's not till heartbreak at the very end that we actually treat them with the empathy and love that they deserve so anyway that's my thoughts on that uh we'll have a lot more to get to this week but as far as today goes I'm recording this an hour early because I'm heading over to Jess Ambrose's place to go check out um to be a part of that podcast which of course a lot of you guys already listened to but she has her new podcast your mom and dad and they're just crushing it over there. So I'm going to go recap the show with them. But first I wanted to share, Jess was actually so kind to come to my San Diego show this past Wednesday. She drove all the way to San Diego with a close friend of hers and got to watch my stand-up show. I did it with Katie Thurston. I did a 30 minute set, which I'm going to have on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. I'll have that in its entirety. And the other thing I haven't been able to show you guys yet is the Q and A that I did with Katie Thurston, because there are so many secrets spilled. I have to run it by Katie and get permission. But for you guys right now, I wanted to share a clip from the Q&A. So here's a moment exclusively for the Bachelor Rush Hour audience, a live clip from my Q&A at a sold out show in San Diego. Here's Dave Neal and Katie Thurston. Her first set she ever did was opening for Winnie Cummings in the Woo! Giant Theater. Yeah. Boy, has she gone downhill with me since then. <laughs> Not her, but me. Um, and, but that night, she breaks up with her fiancé over the phone. I fucking love That is the team. How long did you know you were going to make that phone call? Was it a sponsored call? Like, you know, don't drop your, don't drop your calls when you're dropping your fiancé. Like, how does that? Uh, yeah, it was, the, it was the day I was supposed to perform with Whitney Cummings. This is... This is tea. Thanks, Dave, for that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just didn't have the support that I was looking for in a lifelong partner, you know? And uh, I did my set with Whitney. He happened to be awake. He's on a different time zone. And we just made a phone call. And um, one thing led to another. And all of a sudden, I didn't have a fiance anymore. So... Okay, second part. All right, so then there's more to that, but you'll I'll, I'll be sharing it throughout the days and weeks here on the Rush Hour podcast. So if you want more of that, make sure to hit the follow button. Make sure you're subscribed and all that jazz. We appreciate all of your support. All right, without further ado, here's our first featured clip of the day. Uh, I make three YouTube videos a day, and I try to share the pertinent ones with you guys. They're all pertinent for YouTube, but sometimes you know they're more interesting on the audio platform here. So the first one is we're going to re-listen to what happened between Greer and Zach, and I'm going to offer my thoughts. Have a listen. How was your day in London? It was really fun, but it definitely would have been better if you were there. So so starts off normal, Zach. Hey, how was London? You know, it was good. We, we, we loved you there. Good small talk. How's the weather? Nice. Oh, good. Yeah. How's the takeout food? Like, I just feel for you. Like, um, I, I'm, I work in sales. And so last time, like, I had COVID. It was at the end of a quarter. She said, I work in sales. I fear for you. Feel for you. I'm about to relate to you. The last time I had say uh, COVID was the end of a quarter. End of the year. And so I kind of like know what it's like to like have a goal that you're trying to reach. She said, I know what it's like to have a goal you're trying to reach. And he's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't know what it's like to have the burden of the weight, the weight of the world on a dying reality show. You know what I mean? And you're stuck. I just want to make sure, like, are you feeling like, okay. So then she says, are you feeling okay? So she centers the conversation around how he's doing. She says, I can relate to you. I too had COVID in a high pressure situation. It might not be apples to apples. The comparison might not be exact. She's never been the lead of the show. But don't forget, she's there for free. He's getting paid $125,000. Don't forget that. 
Yeah, I feel fine. Um, Go, she, I, I do he goes, I feel fine. Throw out there. I think it's completely different. All right, so now he's dismissive. He says, I want to throw it out there. It's completely different. And you can see Greer's face go from like, huh, what? My perspective from um, me being frustrated on finding my future wife versus... Um, and he's not making eye contact with her either versus end of sales, closed quarter. End of sales, uh, closed quarter. Because that's what I, I do too. Like I do, yeah. Um, so he says, I do it too. So I'm going to dismiss your feelings because I also work in sales. I put a lot of weight on this week and it is frustrating. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't mean to like, you know, under like belittle what you're feeling by comparing it to sales. I was just... And of course, she, she continues to say, no, no, no. I don't mean to belittle you. She continues to give him all the benefit of the doubt. He doesn't return the trying favor. trying to like myself in your shoes so that's really my point point. <laughs> and then when he, when he says i know you had no bad intent he's implying that it was received poorly and it shouldn't have been she was just relating to you she was just making small talk this could you imagine if and again the grace that we want to extend to zach I don't think he extended to Greer here. She also didn't get to go on the date. She also could end this thing on the altar. She's not just a puppet for your show. She's a autonomous human being leading her own life. She's the star of, her, of the Greer show. And regardless of how people feel about her or whatever, it, this, I mean, we overuse the term cringeworthy. We do. And sometimes I get accused of being laser focused on how um, I'll over, you know, blow over a situation or whatever. But this is wild. Now, this is. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Blue Cross Blue Shield Healthcare Plan of Georgia, Inc. It's cringeworthy to me. It's hard for me to watch this because you go, oh my gosh, literally he's just made something out of nothing. If he is upset, that he has to be stuck in his room and doesn't get to be the star of the show and he gets his red ball taken away. If he is upset, it even it makes even more sense how how toxic this situation is because he shouldn't be bringing that vitriol to Greer. What the hell does she have to do with it? She didn't make COVID. She didn't make the policies around it. You know, it's your fault for, you know, uh, you know, sucking face around town. No, it's not his fault. He got COVID. We, you know, uh, whatever. But the point is, it's like, what is he, what this is, you know, when we talk about red flags, it's when you're when you're on a boat and you're and you're in the waters and there's a little buoy that says caution rocks over here. You have to avoid that, and that's what red flags are. They are areas that you have to avoid. That, like oh boy, not not to say avoid it like a, like a sweep it under the rug, but av avoid people that talk to you in this way, right? Put it out there. Yeah. Like, it's not the same, and like in a few short weeks, like I could be saying it from my person, and that means a lot more to me than like the end of a sales quarter and, I and he goes it means a lot more to me the end of a sales quarter so he just he keeps on digging into this dismissiveness and she look at her right now the body language can we get a body language expert here she's like you gotta be kidding me she does the her best to laugh it off with him but she's like 
you made me look like the bad guy here when I was just being nice to you. I didn't have to show up to this stupid Zoom event. I put earrings on so I could talk to you in 720p. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I know it's more important for you, for sure. She's like, oh my gosh, am I having a conversation with an adult human? And hey, look, I'm not here to um, claim that Zach's any any certain thing other than dissect what I'm seeing here. So could it be edited in a certain way where she added more context that and he was like correcting her? Sure. But do I think that this conversation never needed to happen? Absolutely. He all he had to say, all, okay, not to role play here, but all Zach, she say, oh, you know, I understand I work in sales. And all he had to say is, yeah, the, yeah, the pressure when you want to get something done and you're in the world's telling you, you can't absolutely. It's like, it's like, like when you uh you know uh you know you had the runs and but you wanted to go uh you skydiving <laughs> you can't have the runs and go skydiving oh it is what it is that's all it had to be that's all it had to be uh kelly johns our good friend said i like his honesty sometimes you have to have awkward real conversations he didn't tell her she was rude he just expressed how he how he really felt and my response was oh, he felt very jake pavelka e to me yeah it felt very much like imagine getting in an argument with your spouse and this is the way they talk to you. It was self-centered. He was condescending. He feels like he's better than Greer. And maybe that's because he's the star of the show or maybe it's because that's just the laser way, you know, he thinks. I'm not really sure. But uh, other people had similar feelings. Bachelor Dishes the Dirt shared. Um, She could have lost her job and he's waving it off as nothing compared to him not being able to take a helicopter on a date for four days. Hey, Zach, if you're that serious about finding a wife, pick an avenue that doesn't have a 99% failure rate. Oh my gosh. Like, I literally said the same thing in my first recap. If Zach was so worried about finding his wife he would have had a higher success rate just walking old ladies across the street all day long do you know what i mean he literally could have stayed in the avocado section of trader joe's and had a higher success rate than going on the bachelor he could have literally had like um one of those spinner wheels where you attach a salami to it and just swiped right on raya or hinge or or bumble whatever and he would have had a higher success rate than this show my dog could have picked him a wife with a higher success rate my dog my dog by the way my dog is a good judge of character but i'm not, actually that's not true if you have any food on you he's gonna be like that's the one i love that do you like her because she's nice or because she's got salami on her breath and in our second clip of the day here we've got claire crowley responding to zach shall cross after he said oh you know i can't interfere with uh with uh when the ladies are fighting the producers won't let me and, and claire says actually you can do whatever the hell you want it will have consequences have a listen if you're wondering what claire is responding to here's the clip from last week i'll share with you where zach quickly says hey i wanted to intervene in the fights but i couldn't you know my hands were tied kills you I don't know if I can say all of this, but I got to keep my mouth shut and let it happen as much as I can. So there are times when I want to speak up and be like, oh yeah, all right, let's go talk. But it's for the environment we're in to have it be handled by the women. I think my favorite- There it is, folks. So I don't know if I'm, did I wake up on the wrong side of the bed or is everything Zach is saying and or doing bothering me right now? Cause I kind of feel that way. I'm annoyed. I'm I'm annoyed by the pawn in which he's being played. Some of the comments uh, here from the last video where I criticized him. 
And I respect and appreciate all of your comments. Uh, Jade said, you typically play devil's advocate, so I don't get why you're so pissed at Zach. He doesn't have to treat every contestant like he's their spouse. We have no idea why he may have been pissed at Greer. I don't think it's a big deal. My response to that was, I wouldn't want a spouse who acts that way when stressed out. Today it's COVID, tomorrow it's getting laid off. Yikes. Now again, this brings back the previous video, so if you didn't watch that, go check that out. But it's just this idea that, like, I don't know, He's, um, I think what happens with the leads is sometimes they buy into the hype from the producers. I think, I think it's the first time they get wined and dined. It's the first time they get someone bringing them coffee and they have a nice little crew and their handlers and the production team flying them around. And he's bought into the Kool-Aid, which is the formula for the show. Hey, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you this, but I can't interfere there. You can do whatever the hell you want, Zach. Now, do I believe that it creates better drama and ratings for him? to not interfere absolutely but of course as we had it there claire had responded to that with her thing saying um because he said my face gives it away whether whether uh, gives it away whether i want to be pulled or not i'm really bad at hiding what i'm feeling so i just kind of let it play out but then claire responded you don't have to do anything the producers tell you to do just comes with consequences if you don't. And of course, those consequences can come in different ways. The show can decide to pair you up on a bad date that you didn't want to go on. Here's Claire on Caitlin Bristow's podcast having that same discussion. This is from a few months ago. Have a listen. Would you have gone back to Bachelor at Bachelor in Paradise if they asked? And you answered 100% no. Let's just say there are a few reasons I said yes to leaving the show early when they brought it up to me. And I'm like, can we talk about this production brought it up to you to leave the show? Like how, how did that happen? Did you feel pressured to leave? Like what are you allowed to tell me that? Thank you for asking. Nobody's <laughs> ever asked me that. before. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the truth. Tell us. Yes. I wanted to leave. Yeah. You can't handle the truth. Yes. I didn't mind leaving. It wasn't for the sole reason of being happy and in love. Doi. The, and like we had talked about earlier, the and that, show and that was, doesn't mean that they, the show would kick Zach off if he didn't uh, play by their rules. But they heavily say, look, we need a good season for ratings. We need you to find love. We need all these different things in the show. And we, when we say the show, we mean the producers, their ideas of what they want to go down. They understand the formula of fabricating emotion. And that comes from letting the women fight in the two on ones and this and that. And it's like. I don't know. I mean, Zach's, I don't know if, if he has, if he is as bought into this process as we think he is, the ending might be a disaster, not necessarily for Zach and whoever he chooses and for the love that comes, but is he going to set these women up to like really be crushed the way in which, and we covered this in the last video, but the way in which he has handled the conversation around Rachel, it's starting to make me and again, I'm a flabbergasted that I'm feeling this way. It's starting to make me side with Rachel that maybe she realized she couldn't have a conversation with him the way he couldn't have a conversation with Anastasia and the way he couldn't have a conversation with Greer. Did Rachel realize like, oh my gosh, this guy is so bullheaded when it comes to like non-negotiating terms. Let me tell you this, spoiler, when you're in, a, not, not an actual spoiler, <laughs> uh, when you're in a relationship 
It takes an ultimate amount of compromise. Sometimes you don't go to the restaurant you want to go to. Sometimes you don't go to the vacation spot you want to go to. Sometimes you don't watch the movie you want to. Sometimes you have to watch the period piece because why the hell does my lady love every period piece? The good thing about relationships, though, is you do learn to compromise, and my lady learns how much I hate period pieces. So when I have a stand-up show, she goes, oh, I get to watch my favorite period piece now. So what you realize in relationships is it's a given to take. So Zach needing to learn that Greer is relating to him through the topic of sales is a give and take. Zach needing to learn that you don't have to be comp- controlled in each and every way by producers is a give and take. If he doesn't do that during this season, we're going to see some of the women really finally stand up for themselves. Now, could I be reading into the, into things and it's a slow week and I'm just, you know, maybe I've got a chapped, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, my, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm stuttering, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm just being a curmudge today. I'm not really sure. Let's hear what Keelan, let's finish what Keelan has to say. There was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of circumstances. There was a lot of things that happened behind the scenes that I didn't agree with that didn't work for me. Yeah. And I think when somebody is, Unfortunately, mostly I think this happens to women, but I think when somebody is a squeaky wheel, they get you're, the grease. you're labeled difficult. You're yeah. labeled a bit, labeled like hard and challenging. And it's like, Which I is partly why the show cast former athletes, because they learn how to fall into the ranks. They learn how to take commands from the, the, the coach and they learn how to do what's needed. Clayton did this just about every other former athlete does where they start to talk about my journey, my journey, my journey. And we forget to realize the other people are on the journey too, you know? So, so, but again, it, it leads to good ratings. So what are you going to do? I was difficult to deal with on the show because I was saying no to a lot of the things. There was a lot of things that even the dodgeball date, that I got just ripped a one by Yosef. Yosef. You know, mm-hmm. like I, that wasn't my decision. I didn't bring 27 dodgeballs in the back of my trunk in my car to Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I love the visual. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So she uh, clearly, yeah. Kate, uh, Claire's great. And people do. Yeah. If you are difficult as a woman, people do call you a bitch. And it's, is that a control tactic to say you're moody because you're standing up for yourself? Maybe in some ways. But what we see is so far, Zach hasn't veered off, as at, least, at least from what we've seen, he hasn't veered off of the company line and we know the company does not care about Zach the company is psychopathic they care about ratings and making good TV will Zach get in the way of that crossfire uh, the comment sections on this past video are I don't always share them but it was absolutely great comments by you guys Teresa said uh, Zach didn't absorb a word uh, Greer said zero active listening skills yes you're right Jake Pavelka like is the perfect comparison in this situation I like Greer she's so sweet she he could have been more understanding maybe he wasn't feeling good and also happy not uh, not happy doing a zoom with the ladies and we've made it to the end thank you guys all so much for listening don't forget rate it review it like it share it slap it uh do whatever you got skip it beep it bop it and uh, pull it yank it thank you guys all so much for being a part of the community uh we have been a super fast growing podcast uh, top 10 entertainment news and it's because of the fine folks like yourself who are part of the program if you want to put some bread in the tip jar go to patreon.com slash dave neal and you can see all the behind the scenes daily live streams we do out there the work with dave's all the companion content that we make while 
we put together our little community. So I thank you guys all so much. And hey, shout out to all the new friends and family we found over there with Jess on her podcast, your mom and dad. We appreciate all the support. Big things coming our way. Thank you for being a part of the crew. Dave Neal here, Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.